What's up, guys? Not much, Jordan. How are you? Just another week, or no, no, no. okay. Busy. All right. Busy week. What's, Very busy. what's been so busy, Dan? Uh, work's been pretty crazy. Um, mm. But my work week is over because I took tomorrow off. Oh, tomorrow being this, Friday. Look at this lucky boy. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I don't have class tomorrow. So well, oh. when you get Ooh. when you get a vacation that you don't take. And then you're scrambling to take it at the end of the year so you don't lose it. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> so I've been taking like Fridays off like they're freaking M&Ms. There you go. M&M. Yeah. Yep. Jimmy, so it's cool that you're here again. Well, I'm, I guess I'm happy you're happy to have me yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. What a pleasure. We need like that. Man, we really need a soundboard. We need yeah. like that. What's that That horn that they play in a bunch of hip hop songs? Like, oh, no. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That? We need like wow, that. I can't believe I just made that noise. That's you did, stupid. yeah, you did. I'm gonna seriously look into it this I'm week because we really need one. We need retire. that, you know. We need we need that, and we need to get our hats. Oh, we yeah. do. Need, okay, we really do need to get those hats done. Boy, we're we're letting them behind the curtain right now. Man, yeah. everyone's so disappointed that we don't have our hats. Yeah, that that, that us three don't. We're making three hats, not for our listeners, just no, for us. No, I mean we maybe in the future for our listeners. Well, yeah, once they start paying us. Once you're going to become a nerd. Jeez, that you're Dan, such being a, straightforward with it. You're such a fan of this podcast, you got to wear a hat for Yeah. Me. Nerd. Nerd. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, what do we do now? Uh, uh, oh, beer of the no. week. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Oh, anyways, uh, so the beer of the week, we cheated, and we had a lot of extra beer left over, so we refeatured. I didn't cheat. Fathead Spooky Tooth was featured three or four weeks ago. Yeah, but I didn't... I. I got that like when I was there, like oh, when I was eating food. To be fair, yes, this is the bottled version of Spooky Tooth, so it is different. Um, so Fathead Spooky Tooth Pumpkin Ale. It's actually an Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Very delicious, very smooth. Basically, doesn't taste like beer. Um, and then I'm also drinking Sibling Revelry's Fest Beer again. Well, it's called Ohio Native Fest Beer. Spooky Tooth is literally one of my favorite beers. So good. I want to get. I have a Fathead's Growler, and I want to go get it filled Dude, up with Spooky. Load it up with some Spooky. <coughs> that or um, get your Spooky on. Or when the um, when the Christmas ones come out. Actually, you know one that okay, the one their, that I really like. Their Christmas bear is really good. Too. But they have two. Right, well, both of them are really. Pimp good. My Sleigh is awesome. That's like the high end. That's the like the Belgian like wheat like Christmas like ale. Yeah. It's like a Belgian bowl. What the heck? Yeah, that was very seductive. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do our radio voices for that the rest was of the really podcast. weird. <laughs> All right, well we're already uh, derailed. Uh, well, let's uh, mention the website. Yeah, Jordan. And well, what is our website? So, uh, as you guys know, we plugged it uh, all the time. It's lotlpodcast.com. Uh, we actually updated it somewhat mm. this week. How about that? Um, yeah. I wrote a uh, sports blog to review the Browns' big win last Thursday and kind of sort of preview. Uh, the game on coming up this Sunday against the Raiders, which we'll talk about more, and then gave my Baker take, which is probably the same as everybody else's. So. Oh my gosh, he was so good. What was that supposed to be? I don't know. Ned uh, Flanders. That's what Ned Flanders. Yeah. It kind of did sound like we'll Ned go Flanders. With that. Yeah. Um, and then I updated the hangout of the week. Uh, we were lucky. Lucky. What am I saying? Gosh, we were. We had some free time and we went to Bookhouse Brewing. I don't know why I said lucky. That was so strange. We were lucky um, enough to go spend we our money at a new brewery. Uh, we went to Bookhouse Brewing. Um, 
great place. Yeah. Uh, that's just a quick little preview, and we'll go in, in depth about this. I also have a full write up on it. Uh, that's the hangout of the week. So that's what you need. To, that's what you need to do this week. Is that live on the website? No? It is up. Yeah, it's up. Yeah. Right now, so. Uh, check it out. Check it out and plan your weekend around that and go check it out. It's a really For cool sure. place. Uh, the way I can describe it is a mix of a coffee shop, a library, and like a bookstore. Yeah. Basically. And then uh, also, we're, we're actually, we're actively looking for people to send us pictures uh, to be featured as our picture of the week uh, kind of segment on the website. Yeah. Um, what we're looking for is a picture, you know, of the city, something interesting in the city that you really like, uh, architecture, event, um, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, do a little write-up about what inspired you to take that picture. So, uh, we're taking entries. Uh, we've gotten one from uh, Jimmy's buddy, yeah, uh, Jake. Uh, which we saved those pictures because we're going to be using those if yeah. we need any those stock awesome. Cleveland images. For sure. So, Man, thanks, Jake. Awesome pictures. It but, doesn't have to be anything crazy. You can even yeah. be in it. But we just ask that, like, you have either a Cleveland landmark or a Cleveland... Because you know, this is the All Things bar. Cleveland podcast. Yeah, just make sure it's it's obvious. Where so nothing are. from Houston. Yeah, don't go to Houston. I mean, go to Houston, but but I won't feature it if you go to Houston. I'm just gonna get that as an audio clip right there. Oh, Jordan saying, wow. "Don't go to Houston." Oh, wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm then sure we'll play it know. with the horn. Na, 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 na. Don't go to Houston. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so for the rest of the episode, we're, uh, last week was really depressing because we did our top. <laughs> the top five last week was our top five saddest. Yeah, it was very depressing. Memories. A lot of tears were shed. So this week we decided since the Browns won. Yay! Oh, by the way, we have yeah. the first time we've talked about it on the podcast. The yeah. Browns finally won. Um, we'll talk about that later. We decided to be happy, so we're gonna do the happiest sports memories, the top five happiest sports yeah. memories. So that's gonna be fun. After that, we got the poll of the week, which is who you got, Indians or Astros in the ALDS? Division series is set next Friday, games one and two in Houston. Yeah. And so we'll get that going. It's going to be a great series. We'll talk about that later. We talk about sports. Um, Browns, of course. We'll talk about the Tribe. And then we also have an interesting little discussion we want to have about some uh, a little beef we have with some news organizations. So Yeah, we'll get into that just a little bit. We also review Game On in Lakewood. That's where we watch the Browns beat the Jets and break their winless streak. And we're going to do some uh, previews again. So let's get started. Let's get into it. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? You want to do, uh, let's do top five first? Let's do that top five. Let's get those positive vibes. The LOTL top five. All right, for this week, <laughs> with the uh, top five of the week, we're going to be doing our happiest sports memories. Uh, we're the All Things Cleveland podcast, but um, obviously Jordan is not. Uh, he lives in Cleveland now and has been in Cleveland for a while and has Cleveland ties, but uh, a lot of his favorite sports memories aren't rooted in Cleveland. So um, we're not going to stricken it to just Cleveland. Mine will all be Cleveland because I'm you know, born and raised and I've only lived in Cleveland. Yeah. So. Uh, and then Jimmy just does whatever he wants anyway and doesn't, yeah, doesn't just, listen to us. He's so. an independent uh, businessman. Yeah, college wow. kid at Kent, yeah. getting good grades and all that stuff. Had to get his grade. Okay, so who wants to go first? Uh, Jordan, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. All right, so I'm going to start from the number five to number one. Um, I'm just going to preview this saying there's no Houston Rockets memories because I was too young when the Rockets won their titles to really remember. And ever since then, they've never really had any moment where I was just overcome with joy. So 
Well, yes. that's depressing. It's supposed yeah. to be happy. Well, I'm sorry. The Rockets <laughs> don't usually make me happy. Uh, what about Tottenham? Is Tottenham in your list? Oh, Tottenham is sorry. not in my list because they don't win anything. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, I almost included a Tottenham moment, but it wasn't. It didn't make me as happy as these other okay. moments. So, right. uh, number five, the Cavs overcome a three to one series lead. Cleveland. Upset, okay. To upset the Warriors and win their first NBA title, I put this in here. Uh, yeah, because it's also a Cleveland podcast. But that was an amazing sports moment for me. Um, I have my fam- half my family's Cleveland from. Cleveland. And you were here. Lynn. Well, I was here. Yeah, I was at the watch yeah. party. My sister and my mom. Our, our Cleveland fans um, and a lot of my cousins are my friends are obviously so and I hate the Warriors they had just beat who doesn't uh, they, had, they are beat the Rockets earlier in the who playoffs so the I despise them it was an amazing series uh, some of the best individual performances I've ever seen from LeBron and Kyrie and that game seven is just storybook stuff so it was really cool to be in a city when they win the title. I actually had never done that before. Oh, no, that's not true. I did when the Red Wings won in 2008 in Detroit. But um, <coughs> it was really cool to see that, uh, the joy, like people just crying in the streets. It was, it was honestly like the coolest memory, one of the coolest memories. Uh, number four, Astros defeat, defeat the St. Louis Cardinals in the 2005 NCL, uh, I'm sorry, NLCS game, uh, game seven. Or six. It was actually six. My bad. To Sorry, go to guys. the World Series. To go to the World Series for the first time. Um, the fall In the previous classic. years, the Astros had always lost to the Cardinals. So I had developed a deep hatred for the Cardinals. And I still have a deep hatred for them. That was the year that Randy Johnson pitched for the Astros, right? I believe so. That they could, yeah. Oh, no. I think it was no, I think he, No, it wasn't. I don't... No, yeah, you're probably right. It was Randy probably Johnson Randy got Johnson. traded to the Astros yeah, that for, was the, for like one season. For like, and then, yeah, and then they yeah, made but, I think yeah. so. Now, unfortunately, the Astros got swept by the White Sox of all teams uh, in the World Series. But it was still a really cool mo- mem- uh, moment with my dad. We we watched the game, and we were really excited. Um, we we had a good feeling about them that year, and, and it worked, and it was it was a great year. So, um, number three, the US, uh, USA men's soccer team's incredible 2002 World Cup run. Um Huge soccer fan. Uh, I, me and my dad had no hopes for the U.S. that year, and they ended up making it to the quarterfinals and losing to Germany, one by one goal. And they had a a would be goal, dis- well not even counted because the refs didn't notice Torsten Frings block it with his hand on the goal line. So realistically, it should have at least gone to penalties, but. It is what it is. Um, it was a great mo- moment, though, to watch them go that far. And I just love soccer, so it was just an amazing moment. Me and my dad watched, like, most of the games. Number two, Astros um, – uh, yeah, yeah, number two. Astros win the 2017 World Series. Um, awesome moment for me. It was the first Houston title I got to celebrate since the 1995 Houston Rockets uh, championship. This is not number one. No, there's a reason for that because oh. baseball is not my favorite. Uh, I'm I'm not a huge baseball fan. I'm only a big baseball fan when my when the Astros are good because Got I it. can't watch bad baseball. I'm, I'll be honest. I don't even pretend like I, I'm a fair weather baseball fan. But that's um, fair. Great moment for me. Great memory. Honestly, one of the best World Series I've ever seen. Uh, me and my sister and my dad watched all the games. It was just a good good family time. Just a good time. Um, I got tons of gear, and I, I still get more. Um, and number one for me, uh, Texas Longhorns upset USC in the 2006 uh, BCS national title. Um, it was number one and number two. I'm, I'm a big Longhorns fan. Oh. 
Um, I, it was number one and number but two. But only when they're good. So he no, says. No, I always am a Longhorns fan, but when they're like four and ten or he whatever, doesn't talk about I'm not going to get all hyped up about the Longhorns. Uh, Texas was not favored in that series, but it ended up being what many people consider the greatest college football game of all time, or one of the greatest. Um, they came back down was- two, 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 possession, uh, two touchdowns. And, of course, we all knew how it was going to end when the Longhorns had the ball last with Vince Young. So, great sports memory. It's one of the only times I've ever seen my dad actually, like, jump up and down when a team won. So, that was cool. Uh, yeah, that's my top five favorite sports memories. There's other memories with the Rock and stuff, but they just they never had anything too impactful since. So, <laughs> almost, almost went to the finals last year. I, that would have been on here, but they didn't. So That would have been a good time. Yeah. I guess I'll go. That cool guys. Sure. All right. Uh, my top five happiest sports moments. Yeah, this I'm actually legitimately. Should be very interesting. You guys are probably not going to be too happy about it, but <laughs> it's the best I could come up with. Number five. This is an interesting one. I'm sure we all oh, remember it please. very well. Steph Curry throwing his mouth guard into the fans. Oh, as well okay, as Aisha yes. Curry's Twitter rant. Okay. I think just the Currys, yeah. the Curry yes. family breaking down was like <laughs> so one of the happiest things. So for he me. didn't even limit it, limit it to uh, just like to games. like game. Well, yeah. I didn't either, but yeah, that's my yeah. list. But that, just that, that was actually that was awesome. I just remember Twitter during that oh, series yeah. was blowing yeah. up, and just oh, to yeah. have those two things happen yeah. just made it so much more enjoyable. And, and that it was made like the victory oh, yeah. so much sweeter. That was oh, like yeah. the height of Golden State's implosion. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like. That was game six. Game game seven, if you're three three, like anything can happen. Right, so right. like Golden State's choke job had already happened. Like right. when, when Steph got ejected and threw his mouthpiece, like that was the culmination of like their choke job. You just knew mentally he wasn't there. Yeah, right. something was off. And he was off for the rest of the exactly. he didn't have a good game seven. And then they went and got Kevin Durant, but hey, always. Oh, Alright, anyways, number four. Uh, here it is, guys. The UFC being so good right now, just in general, Wait, it's the greatest time to be a you UFC fan. Just pick one wow. No, no, no. Because right like now, at this moment, I will, I will, I will defend him on this. There's Listen, so much going on in the UFC right Conor now. Conor McGregor's back. John Jones is his suspension's over with. He can fight yep. by October 28th. GSP's he's, back. GSP's fighting again. Brock Lesnar is going to be fighting again. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's supposedly. Just, supposedly, if he can, you know, if stay he can off pass those, a drug stay test. Stay off those roids. <laughs> it's just a great time to be a UFC fan. DC's That's a double it. champ. Double champ. I mean, I'm not the biggest DC fan, but I'm just not the either. Fact but Connor's fighting and Khabib. Dude, like, Connor's I'm, fighting Khabib. That that press conference was hilarious. Yeah. It's almost to the point where like. Connor's just becoming annoying to me. Like during those press conferences, I know it is. Like I love watching him fight because his style's just so incredibly like unique. Mm -hmm. But just really, just him going up there, just dropping f bomb after f bomb, just saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna beat you up. You can't." Blah 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 blah. In his Irish accent, like, (laughs) dude, we've heard it before. The only time that I actually liked his press conferences was when. Uh, what was that dude's name? Jeremy Stevens Jeremy started talking talking trash, yep. and uh, <laughs> Connor turns around. And he goes, "Who the f- is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually a very notable UFC fighter, do but at you, the time he was he was on the. Up do you and guys up. remember when Connor like threw a chair or something and then got? Was that when did he get assault charges? Oh, he threw a, was, he threw a dolly. That was a Brooklyn. That was this year. He, he threw. He got threw. Real, which he got well, legit. Which is why his right? next fight is so interesting. Yeah. Because the, it, it, the guy he's fighting was in that bus. Yeah. 
Okay. So the whole story is Khabib and his like friends, his training crew. They went after one of Connor's <laughs> friends. They like cornered him and like made fun of him, like like hit him around a little bit. So let's piss Connor off. He got him and a bunch of his yeah, you know, that Irish was a, fellas. That was over in like like Russia, wasn't it? Didn't that I'm happen? I'm not sure where it happened. It didn't happen I here. Just want, I just want to hear that he's a part of the Irish mob. That would make you know me what? so happy. He took a picture with Putin, so that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Did you hear Dana invited Trump and Putin to those fights? Uh, it's going to be the craziest fight. I hope you guys are watching. Okay, so Dana, here's the thing about Dana. I don't even think, who knows if he even likes either of those leaders, but he knows inviting them oh, he he's a, caused the biggest he, media fight. He, he's, he's, a, a businessman. he's a noted yeah. big Trump supporter. Oh, so he is. Yeah. But, he, yeah. but he also knows that that's a big benefit, too, oh, right. because that's going to cause yeah. controversy. For sure. Yeah. See? So, so we're, we're happy with my five. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I, well, I mean, UFC is just essentially just becoming WWE. It is in a sense. It's more so. Have, it's well, more the so. Legit, it's more so about yeah, the buildups. It's legit. the buildups and the marketing, and it is like yeah, yeah. you can't fake it. it right. It's just the marketing no, behind the it's fights. More it's more it's like essentially WWE, except the the they matches aren't compete. the matches aren't like pre like destined. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, not at all. All right, moving on. That was a while. Number three. Here's a here's a doozy. The 2008 Olympic swim men's I knew free I relay team beating France. In the Beijing, yeah, Beijing. was that where uh, it was? It was Phelps. That's when Phelps, Phelps just Colin went Jones, nuts. Uh, I think Aaron Pearsall and Lezak. It was uh, so this French team that they. Went oh, up it against, wasn't that lying talking. sob that that got uh, busted in the Lochte. Lochte. No, Lochte wasn't on that really. Oh, okay, good. But um, the the, the French He's team, the France team they faced was talking yeah. to so much trash. I remember, and, that. and they were like guaranteeing they were guaranteeing a victory. Whoops. So yeah, and then we came back. That was it, it was like a. Just a one stroke. Was 08 where Phelps like won like eight 10. golds? He like broke the record yeah, for most yeah. golds in the yeah. in games. And then in 2012, he did it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it might have been 2012, but okay. just I remember that watching Lond- that relay. Was it London? Insane. London was 12, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Rio 16, which he did crazy there too. Right. All right, number two, 2009 Eastern Conference Finals against the Orlando Magic. LeBron hitting a buzzer beater oh, over Edo yeah, Turkoglu. Okay. Oh, I can't, but you can't put that. They lost the series. Uh, just that moment. Oh. I'm not doing the whole series. Come All on. Right. How, how crazy it. was that shot? It was crazy. Was that not a great moment? No, it was great. I understand what you're doing. This is, I should, but it, it ended up being see, a fluke. if I would have done it like he did it, I would have had just, Rockets moments in here. But yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really know. Okay. No, you're, there's no wrong way no. to do this. Yeah. You're fine. It actually is making it more interesting because I we're agree. reacting I so agree. much to it. I agree. Exactly. Okay, so that's number two. And then number one, I think we all saw it coming. The Cavs winning the 2016 yeah. championship. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just that night alone was just the craziest thing ever. Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to go downtown. Oh, but, um, dude. Yeah, I didn't either. I was, I was, I was, I was going to. I was downtown. I was going was to, and then they shut the city down. Yeah. They didn't let any more people in. Yeah, yeah it, was it was crazy. It was truly. A good but time. I was at a friend's house. We had a little watch party, and I just ran home. And <coughs> yeah, I just yeah. jumped in a pool. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay, crazy, Jordan. Thanks for that. Man. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's uh, my top five, y'all. Yeah. All right, so Daniel. me, let's let's do it. So I tried to put uh, a little bit of variety. I tried to get one from like each like local team that everybody likes. Um, so my five was, in my my opinion, like you said, there's a debate over what's the best college football game of all time. Right. My opinion, Ohio State winning the national championship in 2002 was okay. was that my. Was also a really Right. I mean, it's debatable, but like those are those are two of. I mean, if you were to come up with a top five, those are definitely two. And maybe those two, and then the Clemson, Alabama. For sure. Like so uh, I remember. So this is before, like, it's in 2002. I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. So before I went to college, I didn't go to Ohio State. So there was like a 
four or five year period where I didn't like Ohio State. Like I like them now that yeah, I'm out of school, yeah. but so back then I was a huge Buckeye fan. Uh, so me and my two best friends actually watched this game in one of our friends' basements. And when Ohio State won in double overtime, we just like literally just turned that basement upside down. Yeah, we like flipped couches, like that's awesome, like all that stuff. And so that was awesome. Um, and I love Jim Trussell. So that's you know that's when his this legend was born was uh, that game that season. So uh, four for me. I've actually got. Uh, a little bit of backup for this Uh-oh. one. Uh-oh. Oh boy! Hold on. Hold on. Second down. They give it to Green. Green stutter step. He threw. First down. 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Run, William. Run. 20, 50, 10, 5. Touchdown! <laughs> We've been waiting for it to break the big one, but he saves it for the right time. 64 yards. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So. That's my number four moment, and there's there's a few layers and reasons why. So this might take like a minute, but that's fine. So that that was uh, 2002, the last home game of the year, uh, last game of the year, which helped the Browns clinch their only playoff uh, berth since they've been back in 1999. So at the time it was 2002. So we thought like, oh, this is the start of the Browns like being good like every year, like how it used to be. You know, little did we know, and this is what makes it more memorable for me, was, like, outside of the Browns winning 10 games in 2007, that was the only time the Browns were good since, like, I've been following them, basically. Um, So, I was actually at this game uh, in a suite, and a thousand points to who, if you can guess, who was in the suite next to mine. This is 2002. Uh, I assume, like, a celebrity? Yes. An athlete? Yes. Okay, uh, tell me. Nope, you're out. Jeez, oh, this is tough. World known. World known? World known oh. athlete and celebrity. Cleveland athlete? Uh, not you giving you that. I don't even think of, it, think of Atlanta people, maybe. I don't know. It wasn't ludicrous. <laughs> so it's a rapper. He said he was an athlete, though. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know. Just tell me. It was LeBron. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was, wait. In, in I was gonna say what year? 2002. He was 17. He was in high school. How did you know he was? He was in Bernie. Co- but that, everybody in Cleveland knew who LeBron was oh, since see, he was, was like 14. Back then, yeah. yeah. So he was in Bernie Kosar's suite, and so <laughs> I'm gonna out uh, a buddy's dad of mine. So we're sitting there, <clears throat> we're watching the game. Uh, my buddy's dad, uh, Steve's dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, turns and then turns to me, bumps me. He goes. Dude, look at the suite next to ours. Isn't that Darius Miles? Oh, <laughs> I look up, and, and the funny thing was, was he like Brown was wearing a headband and because he, 2002 like fashion, yeah, like yeah, they, you know what, Fubu, Fubu jerseys yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> so, so I look over, I'm like, and me being a you know, a, you know, rebellious like against parental authority, 15 year old was like. That's not Darius Miles, you idiot. That's LeBron. <laughs> so he looks over again. He's like, "Oh my God, that is LeBron." So that is me, hilarious. me and my wow. two, me and my two friends, Steve and uh, my other buddy Matt. Shout out Steigerwald uh, down in uh, Florida. Um, uh, we leave. We walk out of the suite to like yeah, yeah. go get something or whatever. And LeBron and his buddies are walking out too, and we all knew it was LeBron. Yeah. So 
So I like I can't remember if it was Matt or Steve. I like I like hit one of them like go back and get our programs or something like give him something to sign. So we come back out. We're like, hey, LeBron, can you sign this? And his friend um, is one of his buddies that was on uh, St. Vincent St. Mary. It was the big kid. Like, his name's like CM name. or something, Siam or something. Uh, he's like, uh, no, he's not doing any autographs or whatever. No autographs. And LeBron's like, just give me it. So And LeBron signed it. No I still way. have it somewhere in my room. No wow. way. Yeah. yeah. So I have LeBron's signature on a Cleveland Browns uh, game program that it's got like Bernie Kosar on the cover of it. Could you sell that? You I don't probably sell could. it. Well, how much do you think it would go for? Fifty bucks. That's it. It would have to be like a long time. It would, I mean, it's on. It's on a Browns program, so. But hey, but it was the program when they made the playoffs. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why that's in my list, and also because the yeah, like like I said, the Browns made the playoffs because yeah. of that win. Yeah. So for sure. So all right, that's number four. Uh, number three is another Browns one. It's just the Browns returning. Oh, like there was so that this is when when the Browns left I was eight nine it was a 95 96 so I was just starting to like get into getting into sports like big time and my dad is football fan like number one one two and three like it's all football like he likes the Cavs he loves the right, Indians right. whatever but it's the Browns in Ohio State mm-hmm. like when we were growing up the two rules in the house where you're not allowed to wear black and gold the Steelers, nice. and you're not allowed to wear maize and blue for, for uh, Michigan. So uh, the uh, when the Browns came back in '99, like for three years, like this city was completely dull. Like it was almost dark. There was no football. Yeah, yeah. Like the Indians were were in their peak, but and the city was on fire for them, but nothing like the Browns. Right. So when the Browns came back, like the city was on fire again. It was just crazy. It was nuts. And we finally had a football team again. Now, we didn't know that we would suck for the next two decades, but, you know, the city was just so on fire to have football back. Um, so that's number three. Number two is another coming home. It's when LeBron came home, 2014. I remember exactly where I was. I was driving home for lunch uh, from work, uh, where I work now still, and uh, I got, you know, it broke while I was listening to the radio driving home, and then I, like, I, like, Called my boss and said, I'm taking a half day. I took a half day for work. No and I just watched like Sports Center for like the rest of the day. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. Hey. I think that's one of those moments. moments. It's one of those moments. Yeah. It's like what yeah, it's one of those seminal moments. Where every Cleveland fan knows where they were on LeBron King. Oh god. Yeah. It's... I can tell you exactly where I was. Yep. I was as soon as I found out that Lee Jenkins story on SI.com broke and <laughs> uh, Champ's giving us a look. Champ is giving us a weird. He looks look. really scared. Do you, you think he sees a ghost? Maybe, Maybe. a spirit. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was weird. Strange. He looked. Talk he looked possessed. There. He yeah. looked possessed there for a second. Yeah, yeah Champ, I'm drinking Spooky Tooth. Yeah. Um, Give him some Spooky. So, and number one, just like Jimmy, I mean, it's the only time that a professional sports team's <laughs> won a championship in our lives, so it has to be number one. It was the Cavs winning the yeah. championship? Um, not really too much to say uh, on top of what Jimmy said. Uh, just that me and my brothers watched Game 7 at home with my dad. And just when that final buzzer uh, hit, we just dogpiled on him. because. <laughs> so my dad was born the last the year of the last Cleveland championship, oh, so 1964. So growing up, we would always make fun of him 
uh, saying he was the reason for the curse. Uh, As a joke. But no, so when they won, we just dogpiled on and we started doing shots of like fireball and stuff. Yes. <laughs> it was hilarious. Only appropriate. So my so so that was the year that my brother got married. So my parents bought all the liquor for the wedding and they had already bought it. And so my dad's like, screw it, just went into the garage, just grabbed a bottle of fireball they bought for the wedding. Oh, and just like, hilarious. we're doing this now. So we just did a bunch of shots of fireball. That's hilarious. I just, <laughs> just essentially celebrated like it was a Sunday night too, and celebrated until like five in the morning. Oh yeah, that's just right. listening to the radio, yeah. just yeah, all that stuff. So, so that's that's our that's our top five of the week. The top five. You guys want to hit us up with yours? Uh, yeah. Hit us up on social media. Let us know your happiest sports memories. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, what do you want? Do you want to uh, talk a little bit about? Um, this uh, beef that's going on in Cleveland media. Yeah, let's do some of that beef. Let's beef it. Let's let's I, talk. I don't about, know let's what talk that means. Beefs. Um, we don't need to spend too much time. I just found it fascinating. So, um, as some of y'all, especially if you like sports, might know, there's this new news organization called the Athletic. Uh, it's technically yeah. na- national. I'm not it's national, but it like national, but there's they have um, there's specific like staffs regional, for cities, yeah, yeah. regional and city staffs. So. Um, so there's the Athletic Cleveland, and yeah. they've stolen, I don't know if stolen is the right word, that's a, in the journalism world, there's debate whether you say stolen or if you say, you know, whatever. They've taken and hired a lot of, like, well-known Cleveland.com or um, other journalists yeah. from other Cleveland news yeah. orgs, including the radio. Right. Um, and... Like, I remember, if I'm correct, T.J. Zuby and Joe Varden were some of the big ones that... T.J. Zuby, Joe Varden, uh, uh, Dustin Fox does some yeah. work with The Athletic, but he still works for 92.3. Right, exactly, so... Uh, um, Zach Jackson. Yeah, but anyways... Browns writer. So, yeah. there's been a decent amount of Cleveland.com staff that left, and yeah. so Cleveland.com, I guess, wrote, like, a, a letter to The Athletic accusing them of poor journalism, of shady tactics, and then they basically said, in so many words... By the way, your uh, your business business wow business 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 yeah. goodness I'm I'm span I'm a Spaniard uh, your business um, you know methods or yeah. whatever aren't gonna last uh, yeah because they're subscription only basically they don't right much advertising right. if any that's part of their mar- <laughs> that's part of their like marketing right so I just found it fascinating uh, I used to be a journalist. I have a journalism degree. Not that it makes me an expert, but I enjoy it. That's what yeah. I'm getting at it, and it's it's a fascinating topic to me. Um, and I do find it interesting. I, I do think Cleveland.com brings up some good points. I, I don't think the athletics going to last. I think that right. they've tried this so many times before uh, with Patch and some of those other you know yeah you know pay for the the article sites and they just don't last like advertising was a traditional way to make money in media and 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 it still technically is it's just the problem is there's really not it's just changed so much since since the paper days to the internet days so i don't know if it's not going to work i i i I just see it continued to like keep like just talking the athletic specific Mm -hmm. and not like all these other like subscription-based uh news outlets it just it just keeps growing. Like maybe it'll get to a point where it gets too big for itself and it and folds in to, on itself. Yeah, then they and then they jack up prices or something like that, whatever. Or maybe they start um, advertising. I don't but know. I see. I, I sent you the I sent you this quote, and I don't remember who who said it. Um. But there's 
there's a uh, there's a quote that goes around like workplaces and that says uh, uh, you want to train your employees so they're good enough that they can yeah. leave, but you want to treat them well enough so that they don't leave. And I think that's that, and I don't know much about the inner workings at like Cleveland.com and that stuff. Well, but I know it, it, I, it definitely seems like a good amount of their people are leaving. I'm not going to say it on the air, but I actually know what they get paid because I, um, I know a lot of people that have worked there. Yeah. So I know what they get paid. It's not very good. No journalism job really pays well, though. Right. Um, to me, I just found it laughable. I think Cleveland.com actually brings up a lot of good points. Uh, them whining to the athletic doesn't look good, but they do bring. Well, up was that some, like? Was that like a? Uh, I don't think it was an open letter. I think they I, exposed I, it. Yeah, of. I think like it was almost like a memo that was supposed yeah, to be like sent around, yeah. like and somebody so, somebody leaked it. Yeah, but Cleveland.com is doing that thing that newspapers tend to do, where they're like, "Well, they literally said as one of their arguments was, well, we have Facebook Live sessions, and it's like." Dude, nobody cares about Facebook Live yeah, sessions. Right. It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't help you with advertising because you don't. Nobody advertises on a Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just a stupid. It's one of those things where, you know, have, have you seen those, those Saturday Night Live skits where who was a uh, uh, Jim? Pe- is it Pesci? Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Pesci. He, is that? Is he the one? Jake's. You make coke. Is he the one who was like, scary how you do? How do you do, do, fellow kids? You know, and he's like walking around with a skateboard. Like it's just them trying so hard. Oh, that's me. Steve Buscemi. Oh, Steve Buscemi, my bad. Joe. Sorry, Joe Pesci. I, like, I, I got my '90s actors mixed up. My bad. Yeah. Uh, that that skit where he's like, "How do you do, fellow kids?" And he's like yeah. walking around with a skateboard. Yeah, that's that, like that's like it's like one of the more famous com, yeah. memes. Cleveland.com is literally like, oh, look at us, Facebook Live. I'm like, that's nobody yeah. cares about that. But whatever. They're Anyways, just trying to stay relevant. I just find it interesting. I, I wish the best to both organizations because I think it's healthy when there's multiple sports organizations and news organizations in a city. Um, and I, I never want anyone to lose their jobs. I don't want any, you know, I never want that. So I wish the best of both. But uh, I do think both bring sides bring up good points. And it would, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all kind of pans out. But. Anyway, that's, I just thought that'd be an interesting Cleveland-based topic to yeah, bring up. Yeah, sure. Because Deadspin did a story on it. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. So. No, I, I tend to agree with that. I, I don't have a, speci- uh, a subscription to The Athletic, so I... I refuse. I've never, like, read yeah. their... It's not, it's not like, expensive. Like, it's four, no. it's four bucks a month. And they have but. these little deals where you can get it for even cheaper. And yeah. I refuse until I can be proven by somebody, or I can see proof that it's like, whoa, that's something I need to pay money for. Right, and I probably should do that because if I'm a supporter of journalists, but right. I need to see evidence. That's right. all I have to say. Right. But uh, anyhow, um, all right. Moving on, the we... victory fridges are open. It's time to talk about that Browns victory. Woo! Drink your Bud Light, everybody. So, so Dan, uh, we were both watching that game. Where did we watch that game? We were at Game On in Lakewood, a site that had one of the. Bud Light victory fridges. That's right. That's one of the reasons why we went there. That's um, probably the only reason why we yeah, went there. Yeah, I think you're actually right. Because we were originally going to go to Winging Lizard, but then we're like, wait, they don't have a fridge. So. Yeah, we were going to, I mean, we could, if, if the fridge didn't matter, we would have went to a bunch of different places. Right. But yeah, that's true. we decided we want to go to a place that had a fridge. So Just and, for the moment and the, the yeah. you know. It was packed. Oh, oh God. jam packed. Oh. Um, so... I had a good time. Game On's a fun place to watch a game, I learned. I never would have. I've been going to Game On since I was yeah, like you know, 12. Right. Yeah, you know that because your family had ties to that. Yeah, my, my uncle used to, it. I mean, it, it was a Johnny Malloy's when yeah. my you know my uncle owned it. And yeah. then he sold it when he opened his Johnny Malloy's down in Florida. Okay. Um, yeah. 
But but yeah, yeah. so I've, everything's the same in there. I was, I was telling him, I think, because we were in there actually a couple months ago. Okay. And uh, I was telling him, I'm like, the oh, yeah, furniture's all the same. Once, yeah. yeah, the furniture's all, everything's the same pretty much. Yeah. It was a fun time. So, a good crowd too. I feel like oh, everyone was, was just in a good mood. Yeah. Uh, even well, not the, the whole time. Well, I was gonna say, but even when the, <laughs> Browns, the first time of the first even, game. even when the Browns were down and it looked like the usual, I didn't see anyone like out of control or anything. I thought no, it was, I thought it was a good. Everybody time. was just depressed, like, oh uh, damn it, it's it's good. it's that yeah. again. Well, we all thought that. I right. Mean, everybody thought that when the Browns went down fourteen nothing. I was like, oh gosh, here we go again. Like, and then Baker came in. Do you remember? Do you remember when he came in the first completed pass to Landry? The crowd in Game On and in the stadium went crazy. Went nuts. Nuts. Like the, it was like that. It was literally like. And I was like, and I was like, because I've seen this before. I've right. seen this out of like rookie Browns quarterbacks right. or backup quarterbacks coming in. Like even after he completed like, yeah, like the first three passes, I'm like, all right, settle down because they didn't end up scoring a touchdown. They, right. they got a field goal. Yeah, field goal. So I was like, okay, settle down. Let's see what he does in the second half. And then he just kept firing him. He was just boom, 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 boom. Just kept firing him. And really, the only incompletions that he had were the drops. So like, yeah. he, I mean, he was money. I mean, it was one game. It's Let, one game. Let's so see what. I, let's I, see what. I refuse to get as hyped as some of the Cleveland fans, but I think he's good. I think he's good enough. Oh, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm hyped. There's no doubt. You're sold. Uh, well, I was sold on him before. I That's mean, true. To be fair, if you, you guys want to go back that. to our draft episode, you were actually saying that before. That's which, true. which actually we have posted on our Facebook yeah. uh, page because we did Facebook Live for that yeah. one. Yeah. If you want to go back and listen to that, uh, I was pumping up Baker even then. So Mayfield's the real deal. What a up? lot of people think, and I believe I think so too. And I'm really excited to see him now. The Browns like um, actually have a quarterback. So do you think? What's Tarad then? Is he just going to be the backup? Do you think he's going to start again? I mean, he's not going to start again unless Baker gets hurt. Okay. Knock on wood that that doesn't happen. We all happen. knocked on wood. Yeah. Okay. So that means it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay. No, I think I, I think Tyrod's. Uh, they're I, they're just going to ride it with Baker. I mean, even even if he has a bad game, bad game or two, they're just going to. I mean, they've made the they've made the change now. Yeah. It's full steam ahead with Baker. Because Baker's your future. Like yeah. it's not the same with Tyrod. If Tyrod has a couple bad games, like he was only a stopgap anyway. He knew that too. Right, and he was he's getting paid sixteen million dollars this year. So be that. you know whatever. <laughs> right. Um. So he knew that this was this was his year. It, it sucks for him because he lost it due to an injury. Now, if it were me as head coach, I would have pulled him at halftime anyway because they were that like yeah. the offense was that bad and he was that bad. But well, we it, talked about this. <coughs> The offensive line even improved when Baker. Everything was. improved. It was weird. Everything. The energy yeah. in the stadium improved. Uh, obviously, the quarterback play. Yeah. The receiver play improved with guys getting open because the way Tyrod plays is he does he he does not play inside the hash marks. Yeah. He doesn't throw any passes over the middle because they're risky throws, and Tyrod doesn't throw risky throws. So for him, it's a lot of comebacks. It's a lot of outs. It's uh, swings out to the running backs. It's little hitches to the tight ends. Like Tyrod doesn't take chances. So a lot of times, if a receiver has a route that he knows Tyrod's not going to throw, he's not going to give a hundred percent on because he knows the ball's not coming to him. Right. With Baker, Baker will make every can make every throw and will make every throw at any given time. Yeah. 
So the receivers are all on their so toes. So you could probably yeah. expect a few more interceptions, but in the long run, it's probably going to balance out. Especially, especially his rookie year. Yeah, I think so. But it's going to balance out. I like I could, I could see Baker throwing a couple picks on Sunday. Yeah. I really could. But, but I also think he's going to make some plays too. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't think it, it's not going to be perfect every week. No. I mean, no I, I could see, I could see some good and some bad this week. Um, you know, you know, we're at a point now with the Browns is, as long as they come out with a win, who cares? Yeah. True. Um. And even if he throws a couple interceptions, if we still win, There's you can no use you can use those as teaching moments. Like, okay, yeah. like Baker can. I, okay, I can't do that. Yeah. So, and I I think he's going to see some different coverages from the Raiders this week that he hasn't seen yet. Um, I think they're definitely going to switch up from what the Jets did. See what the Jets did was they blitzed the crap out of Tyrod mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they know that he's going to hold on to the ball, and uh, our offensive line play was not good. And it worked out perfect. Baker was, he was. Yeah. I mean, he was getting the ball and he was firing it. Yeah. And it was the Jets, like he, the Jets stopped a, blitzing. Like, you could tell he's one of those quarterbacks who just knows what he's trying to target before yeah. the play. I would say probably eighty percent of uh, Baker's plays, the Jets were in in zone coverage and not yeah. blitzing. And Baker is is a very accurate quarterback, and he's going to be able to find the soft spot in the zone because of his accuracy. And he did that numerous times. So I definitely think you're going to see more blitzing from the Raiders. And also I think you're going to see more blitzing from the Raiders because they can't rush the quarterback. So they need extra guys to rush the quarterback. Why can't they rush the quarterback? Because Khalil Mack's not there. Yeah, see? You got it. I think that's hilarious that John Gruden – and he does it every week. He's like, well, you know, it's we just – we got to find a way to rush rush the passer better. And it's really hard to find good pass rushers. I'm like, you idiot. You, had you traded away like the best one in the league. Why? What, what was that all about? Do we even uh, contract dispute oh, and just, yeah, nonsense. Glad I'm not a Raiders fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, was, oh, except they've won four NBA t- or three NBA titles. So yeah. screw those fans. Jimmy, what do you th- did you watch? You watched the game, right? Of course I did. Yeah. So what you what do you think of Baker? Um, just a. Uh, like, like, like you guys were saying, at halftime, it was just like, oh, typical Browns football. Ugh. Here we go again. Like, I mean, at least the first two games were somewhat exciting. Yeah. yeah. And then once he went in there, just it was like something. There's a spark. Yeah. And um, I hope he, he carries that into, you know, week four. Um, I don't know. You got to ride with him. Oh, for sure. The, the certain energy that kid brings, it's just too exciting to watch. And it, uh, you got you got to be risky. You can't, I mean, like. Yeah. Obviously, Taylor's a decent quarterback, but can't be conservative <laughs> for sure and win games. I mean, not, yeah. especially not the Browns. Yeah, um, and and also another thing, I just thought our running game was better too. I mean, Carlos oh, Carlos Hyde was. I mean, he was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah he wow. was. He was, and he was extra hyped because uh, he had a kid. Yeah, that's right. His, uh, and it was his birthday. Yeah, he was having a kid. It what was his day. birthday. Like, yeah. Have yourself a day, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, he had, he had two touchdowns, including the game winner. He almost had 100 yards. He had just under. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it was a good game. Yeah. No. Um. I agree. I, I and I. I hope the. I so hope. Well, number one, because I just want the Browns to win. But number two, I want the Browns to win, so they can go to two and one. Yeah. And then come back, and that game against Baltimore the next week will be a freaking madhouse. Yeah. And the Browns oh, are two and oh one, God, yeah. and Baker is dealing. Yeah. And you come back like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Hey Jordan, real G's move in silence like lasagna. What? I don't know what that means. I have You've no never idea. seen that. No, what movie? You haven't seen that movie? caption of, of Baker? 
on Instagram? Oh, I don't follow Baker. You're on crazy. Instagram. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. What is that you even guys from? Know that like I don't know. What it's from. I like it's Baker now, but I hated him before because he's an Oklahoma quarterback. Oh, so. here we go Texas, again. Right. Yeah. Here we yeah. go again. I'm okay with him now. I'm kind of upset you guys don't know that saying. I don't know. I don't know what that's from. Do you understand? I don't know what it's from either. I just, I just, I just like, I just like rolling not a stopwatch because that <laughs> don't ever stop. Hey. I don't know if that was right, you but know that was much, definitely right. Do you guys know how much I hated Baker before he came to the Browns? Tell me. Like, a lot because he was a quarterback. He was a quarterback. Joe Heat. Heat. Yeah, he's a quarterback of Oklahoma, which is Texas's main rival. Gotcha. The Red River rivalry. Yeah. So biggest it's one of rivalry. one of one of the one biggest, biggest rivalries in uh, in college football. And that's not the because I we all know what the biggest rivalry in college football is. I would Very true. I have literally so. talked to people on the phone. I talk to people from all over the country well, with my job. I've literally yeah. talked to Texans, and I'll say something like, "Like hook them." Well, that or I'll be I'll say something to the effect I don't remember. Well, I remember one time it was a company that had drop ships in Texas. They were based in Texas, and then they had. They had drop ships in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. And I said, is this one of the Oklahoma addresses or the Texas addresses? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, son, if it was one of the Oklahoma addresses, I wouldn't be making any sense right now. And I was <laughs> like, oh. I was like, I get this. And he was like this when so he's like, on the phone. I, like, like, I, I get this because I'm from Houston. And he's like, you understand. And I was like, yep. <laughs> you yeah, understand. no, Texans hate Oklahoma. You, um, probably, you probably get along real well with Darren Everly. Probably or Houston rep. I don't know if is he does he support Houston teams though. I think he's born and raised in Houston. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah for I sure. I talked to him briefly. Um. So yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think for Sunday? Browns Raiders four o'clock uh, on CBS. What do you guys think? I think the Browns are gonna win. Browns win. God, I hope so. Score? I think it'll probably be something like twenty-four to ten. By the way, I think I was closest on our prediction. You were both. Week. I think you were both close. Yeah. I I picked the Browns. I picked the Browns to blow them out, like twenty four to six or something. We picked like a. But I think uh, you guys were re- like so, somebody picked twenty to seventeen. I think. I said like twenty four to twenty one or something. Yeah, I think somebody yeah, said was, twenty to seventeen. Was pretty close. To you might have had that. So this week, hmm, I'm gonna say. I said twenty four ten. That's my prediction. Browns. Yeah. Oh. God, I'd love that. Seventeen ten, Browns. I just haven't seen evidence that the Oakland Raiders are for real. <laughs> just to be honest, like yeah, well, I, so they've they've played tough in the first half of all their games, but for whatever reason, second half they just can't. Yeah. I mean, they just cannot. That I mean, they. And, and you think it's gonna be? I think it's gonna be closer. Um, every Browns game's been close so far. That's true. Uh, so I'm actually gonna pick the Browns 27 to 24. Okay. Yeah, I think the Browns score a little more. They got a little more pop in the offense with Baker. Yeah. He's gonna be playing a full game, um, but. I also think Oakland's got a pretty good offense. They have a good quarterback with Derek, Derek Carr. Uh, they right. they beat. I mean, he's on he's on his last legs, but they have Beast Mode. Uh, so it's going to be Wait, interesting. Derek Carr. Oh, Beast Mode's on his Beast last Mode. Legs. Yeah. Derek Carr's. No, like Derek Carr's like tw- yeah. No. Derek Carr's like 25, 26. Yeah, yeah. Um, beast Mode. Yeah. I woke up in okay. Beast Mode. All right. So hopefully that happens. Yeah. Hopefully we're talking about that. That'd Another Browns cool. win. That'd be really cool. That'd be awesome. Um, oh, two one and one. Oh. So Dan, we have a poll that feeds into our next sports. Topic. Yeah, we're gonna fight. You and I are gonna fight. Who you got? Indians or Astros? It's gonna be Indians Yo, Astros. The poll of the week. It's gonna be the Indians <laughs> Astros <laughs> in the ALDS. Um, Twitter said sixty-two percent. Of course. Said Indians, 38% Astros. The Scrub Rose. 
Uh, Facebook was even worse. 89% Indians, 11% Astros. 89, I mean, Facebook is literally like just Cleveland people. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. You know. Um, You want to know who voted for the Astros? Me, my Detroit friend, and I don't know who the other guy is. Not even your girlfriend voted for the Astros. She, Ah. I... She's a Cleveland girl. Come on. Yeah. She was, and she used to work for the Indians. She was going to vote Indians, whatever. Right. Well, here's the thing. In all seriousness, no bias. Get all that aside. The Indians absolutely can win this series. Like, it's stupid if you think they can't. I, I, They can. I do think, though, that the Houston has the edge for two reasons. I think our batting is a little hotter <coughs> right now. Almost all of our, our lineup is just, is just on fire right now. Um, and the second reason... Is I think the closing the the bullpen and the closers are better for Houston. Um, now that we have Osuna, he's just been lights out. Like he's phenomenal. So I feel confident going into the end of games with Osuna on the mound. Yeah. Now that he's not um, under investigation for assault. That's, that's another topic we don't need to discuss right now. <laughs> Charges were dropped. Allegedly, they're all business. No, they were dropped. It's businesses. If, if the Yankees can have Chapman and the Cubs can win with Chapman, then Ugh. Astros can have Osuna. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that to take lightly. Assault charges. Um, I, I, <laughs> well, I got so no, serious. I'm, 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 I'm being serious. We didn't even, like, we didn't a, even mention it, it. No, I'm being serious. Like, it, but it's it's a serious topic. But um, right. the assault charges are dropped. I'm going to go with that. He's he's my team closer. I'm not going to not support him. Yeah, no, I, I um, I hope he's changing. I hope he never does that again. I hope that uh, allegedly, well, allegedly, true. No, no, you're right. It's allegedly. Right. Anyhow, uh, that's another topic. But um, that's why I think the Astros have the upper hand. I don't know what you think. I mean, I can't really disagree with you. Um, obviously, I picked the Indians to win just because you know I'm a homer. But uh, I do actually think that the Astros are the favorites. I mean, they're the defending World Series champs. They have yeah. a better record going into the. Going into the series, um, they technically have a, a better team too because they fixed up some of those bullpen issues they had last year. Well, I mean, that, that's what I'm getting at. Oh, sorry. settle down. Calm this down. Calm down. Um, I, I I think the starting pitching and the lineups are fairly comparable. I think uh, the Indians actually score a little bit more than the Astros. Uh, the Astros have a little bit better team ERA as far as yeah. pitching goes, um, but. As far as pitching goes, like they're they're one and two best pitching yeah. staffs in baseball. Yeah, there's no doubt. Starting pitching. No doubt. Um, but I agree that the uh, the Astros have the edge in the bullpen. Uh, until I'm proven otherwise, I don't trust the Indians bullpen. So uh, that's going to be an interesting I, thing uh, moving forward. I don't know yet, that, and, and they haven't said yet what the Indians are going to do with Trevor Bauer, whether they're going to start him or pitch him out of the bullpen for this series because he's still coming back from his injury. So that's a huge key. Um, True. If they feel Bauer like, pitches well against the Indians, uh, no, Astros. the Astros. Yeah. And he pitched. He pitched well. Uh, the uh, not last night, the night before, mm-hmm. and his start. So, you know, he could. They they could decide that he's ready to go. I mean, he did pitch an ALCS game with a busted open pinky yeah. a couple years ago. I so, um, he's um, definitely going to try and start if he can. But I think it's going to be like <laughs> game one is, is are, are the are the Astros going to start. Uh, Verlander. Verlander game one, two. Kluber and Verlander in game one. Kluber and Verlander, I would expect game one's going to be low scoring. I feel like... If, if it's high scoring... It's that's such a tone setter with those two pitchers. Yeah. I feel like whoever wins that that game is Might probably going to win the series. Um, Just because, like, I, I feel like if, if, the Ast- if the Astros win that game, 
uh, and they beat Kluber. I mean, they have Verlander, so they're going to go into that game thinking that they should win. Yeah. Um, but the Indians are going to as well because they have Kluber. Uh, but if if Houston can go in there and beat beat Kluber game one, I think that's going to give them a very big mental edge yeah. uh, against uh, the Indians because the Indians will be like, oh, crap, our ace just lost, and we're down 1-0 already. But I think if the Indians win, uh, I think they're definitely in the driver's seat for the series. So I, I think game one's huge. Well, if, yeah, if the Indians can take any one of these away games, that's enormous. I mean, Yeah, I, see, for me, I, I don't – Baseball, home field is really not yeah, that big of a deal in baseball. Thing. It's, it's not really not. Thing, right. It's more matchups. It's more yeah. pitching matchups. Like if you're able to beat another team yeah. with a starting pitcher that you know is better than yours, yeah, that's a that's, that's a huge. way bigger advantage yeah. than like winning on the road to yeah. me. I think you're right. But this um, but this game you have you have probably you have a pretty even matchups for our starting pitchers goes. The Indians historically. Now, more so when he was with Detroit. Mm-hmm. They haven't really faced him when he was with Houston. Um, have crushed Verlander. That's true. Um, but, on, on the other hand, Kluber has struggled uh, in the playoffs recently. Yeah. So, last year. And they they try to attribute that to a back injury, but he was not good in the playoffs last year. How excited are you for game one? I think the prospect... Uh, the, uh, the, I'm sorry. The, the the idea of Verlander versus Kluber just is an amazing. Like that that's gonna be such a fun game to watch. I think. Yeah, I can't. I, honestly, it hasn't really hit me yet. Mm-hmm. I think it'll hit me uh, once once yeah. we get past like this weekend and like the regular season. And the Browns over. game is coming up. And, uh, yeah, but I think just more so like when the re- when yeah. the baseball regular season's over and once we like get into like the uh, the, the wild card games, mm-hmm. um, then I'll like start getting hyped because. The baseball regular season is such a freaking grind, man. Yeah. And we're still playing regular season games, even though the Indians clinched the division like a week right. ago. It's so stupid, I know. Or two weeks ago. All right, let's do predictions. I'll start. Uh, Five-game series. I think the Astros first. are going to win. I do. <laughs> I think Astros are going to win. I think they're going to win. He's not winning. He's not wearing Astros gear or anything, folks. No. I think they're going to win. Uh, it won't be a sweep. I think they'll win the first two games. Lose game three, and then they'll win game four. That's my prediction. Ooh, so you should be getting tickets for game four then, not game three. I don't know when. I, if I, I don't know how this is gonna work. It's very difficult to get tickets if you don't have an inside. Yeah. Informant. Uh, well, um, really, the easiest way to get tickets is to be like a, uh, like a package holder for the yeah. Indians. Oh, so have. you could even just get a package and you get guaranteed? yeah. So uh, uh, Hannah was telling me yesterday oh, maybe that maybe she gets what a package. She gets uh, um, like early entry for playoff tickets um, because she has like a uh, like a ten. I don't I don't know how long her package is, but it's like a ten game or twenty game or something like that. Um, nice, but yeah, and I think I don't know. You'd have to look this up, but if you buy. Like a package for next year. Yeah, uh, I think you get a spot, right, or something. You get you get the ability to buy tickets. Yeah, you still have to buy them. Yeah, yeah. But you get the ability to buy them. Okay. So, but what do you think prediction? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Indians, and I'm gonna go with the Indians in four. Indians in four. Yeah, I think the okay. Indians are gonna win. I think the Indians are gonna win game one, and then games three and four. So if the Indians can beat the Astros. I think that's a clear shot to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about Boston. 
their pitching is so iffy sometimes. I mean, it, yeah, it depends. They, I mean, Chris Sale's good. He's not good in the playoffs. Um, David Price is not good in the playoffs. He never, Neither is never been. Neither is Sale. No, but um, yeah, we'll I mean, see. the Indians historically do well against the Red Sox in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you can. Yeah, you never you know. Can draw. That, that's all just here. I mean, they played them two years ago, which both teams had them have the majority of the team still from that, right, those years, right. but. I mean, you can't. I don't. You know, every There's year, every year's different. They have JD Martinez now. Like, For sure. Jimmy, what do you Jimmy, think? what do you think? You baseball expert, you. Uh, Indians are going to sweep. Whoa! Roll tribe. Okay. Oh, hashtag rally together. All right. What that, that's that's primarily because I don't know enough about baseball to make. By the way, accurate. by the way, I love the Indians. Can you come up with a better hashtag than rally together? Wait, you think you don't like that? I, I don't yeah, know. It's kind of lame. Just, it's just weird. Sounds like they need somebody on their marketing team. I really like guys. I'm looking uh, for an internship. <laughs> oh, look at that! I'm I plugging really myself. Like, I really like the Astros one this year because they just won, so they're just like never settle. Right. It's almost well. It's like they're almost telling themselves not to get complacent. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um. Never settle for. Yeah, he'll do this for ten minutes. Than being the best. Uh. So. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Series. So yeah, let us know what you guys think. Uh, yeah. Next week. Will be the day before ne- next week's episode. Will be the day before uh, the series starts. So, so we'll have a more updated we'll, discussion on who the starting. And we'll definitely be on. talking some more trash. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Jordan's wearing all Houston Astros gear right now. Here's the thing: if the Astros, I'm do, on the verge of throwing. If the Astros out. do lose to the Indians, I'm gonna have to support the Indians. There's no other team I'm gonna want to support other than the Indians after that. Yeah. I hate everyone else in the playoffs. <laughs> and if and if the Astros win, I won't support the Astros. Okay, so cool. okay, yeah. I don't care. I'll happily support the after. It, it, it'll be full-on brown season for me for uh, after that. That's so. fair. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap up with the review of a really cool new brewery me and Dan went to. Yeah. What yeah. do you think of that place, Dan? Well, what's the name of the place? So the name of it is Bookhouse Brewery. Actually, what, what were you calling it? The, the I almost call, I, I first I called no, it. No, not almost. You did. I called it Book End Brewery. Book End Brewery. 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 But it's, but it's Bookhouse. Book yeah. Uh, this makes me think it's a brewery that has books all over it, and yeah. it's kind of like a studious, calmer yeah. brewery. What would you say? Is that what it was? Yeah, for sure. I mean, really, it's it, it's a coffee house that has beer. Yeah. Really. It's even decorated like a coffee house. Yeah, and, and we, were, we were in there yesterday, and there were several people in there like, Just straight like e- either doing work or they go to CSU yeah. and they're studying. Yeah. Um, so, so our, it, was, it our, was actually really cool. We, yeah. we liked it a lot. Um, let's talk about the atmosphere first. Great atmosphere. Like I said, coffee shop vibes. You don't have to worry about loud bass lines. You don't have to worry about, you know, obnoxious TVs everywhere or some gaming, you know, games systems or some weird thing. There was an obnoxious guy there, though. Okay, well, he was just, like, shout talking. There's yeah. dude sitting at the other end of the he bar. He was just like, so yeah, I'm not talking. It's like, okay. Yeah, he's just. Yeah, we were trying. We, we were trying to have our. Uh, actually, no, we were talking to the bartender. We were talking to well, Adam, the bartender. Yeah, and we, we Jordan mainly Jordan was asking him questions about the place and stuff, and this guy just starts yelling at us like, "Oh, it's all the Browns and uh, stuff and things like that." And we're just like, "Okay." <laughs> and then he like sees me look look back over to the the uh, the bartender, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, so sorry. I didn't mean to like." To uh, interrupt your conversation, mean, I'm like, like oh, he was a nice guy, but he was a super just, nice had guy. No concept of like. I mean, I wondered how many beers he'd had he already. Had a lot of beer. But um, anyways, he was but, a nice guy. So we'll, we're gonna in a few minutes we're gonna play a, a clip from one of the co-owners on what the inspiration is for the bar. 
But uh, I just want to say first, like, I mean, you got to go here. Like, it's so different than all the other breweries. I've said Terrestrial Brewing and it's a cool spot. Uh, Forest City Brewing yeah. are super unique, and they are. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we have to add Book and Brewery to the con- to yeah. the idea of unique breweries in Cleveland. Like, this is not a place to go watch a game. There's no TVs. Is, there's no TVs. This, this is, is not a place to go like party. Do not go here for your 21st. Do not go here no. for your bachelor this party. Is, this you is go here with your buddies if you want to all just chit chat and have some good. Brews. Yeah. This is but, uh, this is uh, trying to think of. So this is, hey, I need to get some work done, yeah. and I'm really stressed out, so I need a drink to kind of calm me down, yeah. but still need well, to get the work, some work done. My, uh, my Teresa, my girlfriend, t- called me. She's like, guess where I'm at? And I was like, I don't know. Where are you? And she's like, book house. I was like, oh. She's like, I had a meeting in Ohio City around 7. She's like, I want to chill chill my nerves a bit and just kind of you know check out the new the new brewery in town. I was like, nice. And that's a perfect example of what I think it could be used for, you know, that and studying. And uh, in fact, we talked to one of the one of the co-owners, uh, Luke. I believe it's Brevort is how you pronounce his last name. I apologize if that's not it, but his name is Luke. His first name's Luke, and he uh, he was telling us, you know, that's kind of what they were going for: the cozy vibes, the 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 studious feel, like a, a place where you can really have conversation and not just like party. You know, it's not that's not yeah. So anyway, so let, let's hear from him himself. We we. We did a little recording with him, uh, and, and here we're going to play it for you right now, and, and he explains a little bit about the inspiration to start the brewery with uh, what him and his partner were looking for. So my partner Vaughn and I uh, were college roommates. We were studying audio production of all things uh, down at Ohio University in Athens, and uh, we were kind of always friends through projects. We started uh, a podcast, actually, uh, very briefly when it was kind of a new thing, uh, but um, yeah, we always talked about doing something together, kind of with our shared interests, and it was always about can we make um, a place that is a community hub. And um, years later, we both married Cleveland girls and ended up in Cleveland, so we joined forces. I had been selling books, and Vaughn had been in the brewing industry, so we kind of put those things together, Bookhouse Brewing. Um, but, I mean, for one thing, we were trying to make the tap room that we want to hang out in, yeah. But then also the fact that we're on West 25th Street within a half mile of like 10 other breweries. It's like, okay, what's everyone doing? What can we offer that's a little bit different? Um, that's, you know, maybe complementing what's already going on rather than trying to compete with it. So, Certainly. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're basically committing to the cozy vibe, right? No TVs. Sure. It's about conversations like this. Um, it's quieter than your average tap room. Uh, there's... Uh, it should it should reek of thoughtfulness. Right, <laughs> it's the idea. Um, and of course, I knew where to get some books, so there are books everywhere. Uh, we're going to be adding books over time. Uh, actually, just working on. We're going to start doing a monthly book swap, um, where people can, you know, leave a book, take a book, that kind of thing. Um, so that that's a big part of it. Um, the other big part of this place is um, the actual space itself. It, when we walked in here, we fell in love with it immediately. It was built originally as a brewery in 1866. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, there are a lot of vestiges of, of the different lives this building has led uh, between then and now. Um, and so it's been a real honor to kind of clean it up and bring it back to life. Um, so 
there's sort of the Cleveland history angle as well, and the Cleveland Brew Bus is going to be bringing history tours through here with some regularity. So that's something that's really awesome. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's the kind of place where uh, you can tuck into a corner and be comfortable for hours. Uh, it's the kind of place like what's happening right now is, is a great example. Like it's working. Uh, like in that room, you know, there are people who sit at the bar. They want to be outgoing. They want sure. to meet people. That's happening. And then there are folks who are like studying and set up doing home, homework or studying or whatever. It's like um, we've got these multiple rooms where there can be kind of multiple kinds of happiness happening all yeah. at once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? where we are right now, it kind of it feels like a coffee shop. Yeah, it's a coffee. Yeah, yeah it feels but like you a got shop. but you got beer instead of coffee. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, I'm not talking about the beer at all because I'm not the brewer. But yeah, the, yeah, no, the, I feel the I other, get that, yeah. uh, The other thing is yeah. So um, when Vaughn's Vaughn's making beer, he's trying to do two things. He's trying to. Um, be accessible and have things that are approachable for everybody. We're not just for beer nerds. Mm -hmm. But then he's also looking at what's available around town or around the immediate area and um, how can I kind of push the envelope a little bit and make something that's not readily available elsewhere. Sure. Like right now we have a Burton Ale, which I think Dogfish Head puts one out every once in a while, but it's a style <coughs> you don't see very often. So we're kind of looking for historical st styles that we can push out. Certainly. That kind of thing. All right, final questions. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite beer and what's your favorite book? I don't know if you can narrow them down, but yeah, um, I think the best beer in the world is Cezanne Dupont. Okay, which is surprisingly easy to find. It's like ten bucks a bottle in most liquor stores around sure. here. Sure, it's like perfect picnic beer. It's magical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite book is um, Invisible Cities by Italo Calvino. Uh, okay, it's like each chapter he's describing a different uh, fictitious city. Um, it's sort of like a prose poem thing, and it's just entirely its own thing. I don't What's know, your I love style? It. Sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so Dan, I, I found that so interesting how when he was mentioning that, you know, they even created separate rooms in the brewery to further that experience. Like if you need even more quiet. Because, mm -hmm. you know, they have the main bar. Yeah. Um, that gets a little loud, of course, when people are talking. Right. And they want to be a social place, of course. Sure. But then they have like little nooks and crannies throughout the rest of the space yeah. where you can just kind of have a private conversation or just plug in your earphones and listen to, and do your work or your homework, you know. Yeah, they, they, they had a, uh, I think it's a total of like three rooms, right? Yeah, they, they have like that, that so. first yeah. main room, then they have like the, the bar area, mm -hmm. and then they have a room off to, well, when you walk into the left, yeah. if you're sitting at the bar, it's to the right. Mm -hmm. um, which is almost like, like they don't have food there, but it, it's almost like a little like restaurant yeah. area. It's it's just like like small like four top tables. Um, yeah. So no, I, I it's certainly interesting. It's it's definitely something that I've never been to before. Yeah. As far as like even like a brewery, like like so many of these breweries now don't have food. Like they'll have which like is, yeah, which is they'll have like food trucks or they'll have like. Like uh, food sponsors come in, yeah. like different restaurants come in, sell their food. Um, but this place was even more interesting than that. Uh, they don't do that. They don't have food. Like they have some stuff. Like last night they had uh, popcorn from Campbell's, which is right yeah. down the street. Um, so that's cool. It looked like they had a small little oven there. So maybe, you know, other nights they do like some snacks, some bar snacks, stuff like that. Well, I saw they, they get, I guess, sausage from Larder, that one. Okay, shop. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and. So, so, but yeah, like that front room is, you know, it's just books all over the walls. Um, and it's, it just, it, it really looks and feels like a coffee shop. Yeah. So, um, 
but it's really cool. <coughs> a very unique place. Uh, let's talk about the beer briefly. You can read our full review, which we have online, and we'll, we'll tag that in our in our episode to, when we post it. But um, the, the beer was great. I mean, it was very good beer. I read in a Cleveland Scene article, so full credit to them, that the the brewer, Vaughn yeah. um, Stewart, he, he has worked at Portside uh, Brewing and Acadia Ale Company, uh, two really awesome yeah. breweries. Um, I love Acadia. Uh, they're in Michigan. Um, so the guy's obviously a good brewer. I mean, and then one thing that I thought was pretty cool, too, I want to highlight that Luke mentioned was they have a Burton Ale, which I didn't know much about this yeah, I until very recently. Um, it's kind of the precursor to the IPA, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it's a very good beer. It's very rare. You're not going to find a lot of those anywhere else. So yeah. they want to do stuff like that. But then they also offer a nice Saison, a nice, you know. Uh, the Saison was really IPA, good. Yeah. some other basics beers that people know. So. Yeah, I had the Saison and the Blonde yeah. Ale, and they were both, yeah. they were both very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had all but the Porter and the Cider, I believe. What I, sorry. What I thought was really interesting was um, n- neither of them are uh, – they don't have any original ties to Cleveland. True. Um, they're both married to Cleveland girls. So that's kind of how they came to Cleveland. But um, I think... Uh, uh, Did they both go to OU? I know... That's um, where, I think that's where they met, if I remember. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, they're yeah, they're both down there. Or they were both down there in Athens. Uh, shout out, Jimmy. What? <laughs> Former Bobcat. Don't shout me out for that. Former Bobcat. I don't want to be Former associated Bobcat. with that school. You went there. I know. He don't like it though. He's a Kent boy now. Yeah, he's a Flash. I've been everywhere. I've tried. I've dabbled. Yeah. You and Jen, man, have just dabbled in so many schools. I'm, you know. It's just the culture. It's the Pissartric way. Well, Jen screwed up by leaving her first school. Wait, what was her first school? BG. B- oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so. Got dif- you left there. Wow. <laughs> wow. You can go. You can leave. Doors that way. Yeah, Anyhow, um, so read the full review online. Definitely check it out. If you got no weekend plans, make some plans to go to Bookhouse. Uh, we had a great time. The staff was super friendly. Yeah. Huge shout out to them yes. too. Not only being so friendly, but taking the time to talk. And informative us. too. Like, yeah, like yeah. they, like they're not part. Like they're not owners, but right, right. They knew, you know. Pretty much everything about the place. They knew so much, and uh, I mean, it just opened, so I'm sure yeah. that they, you know they, you know they know a lot about it. But, exactly. but it was cool, and they were willing to talk about it. Yeah. So. so yeah, that's it for reviews. I mean, we already talked about Game On. Yeah. Uh, game On. Just I just want to shout out, give them a shout out. It's a great place to watch a game. Um, if, you know, if you want to just do a watch party, it's in Lakewood, easily accessible for the most part. So. Um, yeah, so let's wrap up with some previews. I'm not going to be long on these because I have talked about some of these a while, a couple times now. Um, but here we go. It's so, not going to be long on them. No. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, I don't know what I said. I meant, I don't to, say, I meant to say it's not going to be long when I do it, these. It might, it's my... <laughs> Dumb. All right, I'll be fast. Ingenuity Fest. This is the third time we've talked about it. It's actually happening this weekend. I'm really excited. I'm going on Friday. Uh, again, it's a festival where art. So you're going science, tonight. Yes, tonight. Get it? It's a fe- yes, I do. It's a festival cause, where cause where art, science, and technology intersect. The 2018 theme is Future Past, 
Um, there's going to be beer. There's going to be food. There's going to be live music and art and all kinds of wacky things. Trust me. You go, it's like you're tripping. Like it's it's a, a lot of wacky stuff. You know what that's like? I I I I'm, nope. I'm not going to. No comment. Allegedly. If I know what that's like. You ever had turkey seasoning? Turkey seasoning. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> there's a whole story about that. We'll tell you about that another right. time. Uh, Solon Fall Festival um, in Solon Community Park. It's free, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is October 6th, so this is going to be the next weekend. Do I have yep. my weekends right? Yep. Next weekend. Um, uh, Family-friendly games, contests, hayrides, art, displays, crafts, farmers, mar- farmers market. Hayride, huh? Ooh, we got to do that lotto. So you're going to do the L O T L hayride? <laughs> All right. Ooh, we're, we're matching hats fence. We well, we got to get the hats first. Uh, okay, yes, we do. All right, and the final, the final event... Boo at the zoo. Oh, that's so cute. Another family friendly event. I'm they have hay rides there. Sounds uh, like a lot of Let's see well. what we got. We got yeah. Cleveland's sweetest Halloween tradition, is how it's described. Oh, Weird. Uh, <laughs> treat stations. I guess that means candy. I would hope so. Unlimited 4D theater movies. And what? This is just constant interesting. This is very interesting. I didn't know um, the zoo had uh, movie theaters. Carousel and train ride. <gasps> hay maze. It doesn't oh. say a hay ride, but it has a hay the maze. The L-O-T-L hay maze? You yeah. know what? This all sounds good. So, uh, anyways, this is... Do they do face painting, too? Can oh, we I'm Can sure. we paint your face again? I'm sure they do. That like was, Tony the Tiger? I, that was terrifying. <laughs> I, I feel like I could have nightmares about myself. Stay tuned. We'll load so, those pictures up on our website. This is actually <laughs> going to be going on October 12th to 14th, October 19th to 21, and October 26th to 28th. So... Uh, goes from 5 to 9 p.m. So, zoo's going to be open a little later for the boo at the zoo. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, it costs zoo zoo prices. So Zoo prices. Same prices <laughs> as the zoo. Zoo prices. zoo prices. You could also get Sunday character dinner, which includes admission to boo at the zoo, and that's $28.50. Wow. It's spooky season, y'all. Real spook. All right. Hashtag zoo prices. We've talked a lot. We have talked a lot. Hashtag real G's moving silence like lasagna. That's right, bro. Shout out, Bake. <laughs> hey, remember that time when I crinkled my paper in front of the... Uh... Yeah, so stop doing that. Because <laughs> it's a rolly, not a stop. Watch. Never stops. Hey. All right, I've had enough. All right, end this episode. All right, so hey, thanks for listening again, you guys. Um, check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. Uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast and uh, listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please rate us, uh, like us, uh, subscribe to us, just listen. all that good stuff. Just yeah. So, and give us your feedback. So, um, swipe left on us or right. Swipe yeah. right, right? Swipe Whichever right. Stop acting like you don't know what that is. I don't know which way it is. You're full of it. I really don't. You are full I of it. You You're a 20-year-old kid. You know what it is. Whatever. All right. So we will catch you guys next week uh, with some more Browns talk, hopefully after a Browns win. Uh, we will be previewing, uh, really getting into the divisional series with the Tribe and the Astros now that we know that that series is set. Yeah. And then we will come up with a new top five and a poll of the week and uh, hopefully have some new cool stuff for you guys. So um, thanks for listening. For Jordan, for Jimmy, I'm Dan. We are Living Off the Land, and we'll catch you guys later. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.